You are all weirdos. Weird science is the revolution. Weird science is the revolution. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Demon Slayer Manga Reading Club podcast, part of the Weird Science Family Manga Podcast family, not a network. And we're here with Chapter 79, Airhole. I say we, I mean me, because Luke Hollywood is not here. I have no idea where, when, what. I haven't heard from him in about seven days, and it's getting late, and I have to get this done. I don't want us to fall behind again. I don't want us to be skipping weeks because I really want to keep that schedule so i'm gonna be like jenny and i'm gonna go solo here and we're gonna do chapter 79 airhole on the cover page you end up seeing what i saw all the time in my junior high dance days uh, ladies turning their back to me this ends up being suma and mikhail who are two of the wives of tengen they come into play in this chapter and the chapter starts out continuing the fight with Inosuke versus the obi of Daki. So you end up having the Obi that was kind of a demon worm like thing. You ended up seeing on it printed the pictures of the people that it ate, including Zenitsu. Also, with that, it can't really move around because it ate so many people. And that's something that Inosuke has been taking advantage of and kind of talking a lot of crap at it, too, saying, Oh my God, you got sluggish. You ate too many people. Oh my God, I'm going to be able to slice and dice you. And he is cutting into the Obi and freeing some of the people, which one part of that means that it should become more mobile, but it also had those to eat to get some energy. And also Inosuke's there to save the people. So he's there slicing and dicing, something the Obi is really concerned about and actually shocked that it's able to do that and and thought in its mind, okay, the reason why Daki and the Obi, why they ended up eating so many people and left them in the Obi is that they thought that if somebody attacked, they wouldn't be able to attack or wouldn't attack it because they might end up hurting some of these captured people. And that's where the Obi is amazed. Oh, my God, this guy, this four-headed you know, demon slayer, is not actually hurting anybody, is really slicing and dicing pretty well. But as these people end up falling out, the big thing about it is that Inosuke is going to have to start protecting them, which then takes them away from the actual fight, which could be dangerous. But luckily, he gets some help coming up. But while that's going on, Daki, up above, kind of their consciousness comes in here and trying to figure out what to do. You know, should we try to capture this Inosuke alive? Should we just kill it? And what ends up at the point is that Daki thinks, okay, what we're going to have to do is start eating some of these people. We're going to have to get the energy. Also, again, that would almost be like throwing ballast off. You end up freeing yourself up a bit as well. While that's going on, you still have Inosuke just fighting. And there's a lot of slashing slicing and dicing and at one point anosuke gets real upset because he can't cut through the obi he says it's too wriggly again and even at one point gets his sword knocked out but he grabs it now all of this going on like i said you end up having the obi real upset but starts talking crap itself and says you might as well give up slicing me does nothing this isn't my main body and we kind of get that Daki's the main body but still says aren't you supposed to be guarding and helping the people 
that you already freed. I'm just going to eat them up again. And they come up with a plan. They're going to eat a certain amount of people. We're going to eat these people, keep the most beautiful on the side, but then we'll get stronger and then we'll be able to take out this Anosuke. But while that's going on, again, Anosuke realizes, oh, crap, I am supposed to be helping those people. But how can I fight if I do that? And all of a sudden, a dagger just comes flying by. And we see that Suma and Mikao, who I said on the cover, that are Tengen's wives, they are back for the attack now. They're out of the Obi. They're ready to attack. Now, you can see right away from the art that Suma is not so happy. Suma's crying, ends up saying, I can't help. I'm not a fighter. Oh, my God, I'm going to die again. While you have Mikao, who looks like she is, she's got the taste for blood. She's got the taste for Obi. She's ready to slice and dice and really starts yelling at Suma. Because Suma, first off, I mean, Suma says it's true. Like, I can't fight. Don't pretend there's anything different. I got captured so easily. I think that Mikao at this point just doesn't want to have negative energy in the room. Like, please, we don't need you complaining that you can't do anything. Let's just do stuff. Anosuke doesn't understand who they are. He even's like, who are you? Like, what's going on? They recognize Anosuke at one point, but they say, you know, we're Tengen's wife, wives, two of the wives were here to, to help. We were here to find out what was going on. All this stuff ended up not their fault, but it's because they disappeared is why a lot of this stuff ended up happening in the first place. But you have where Anosuke is thinking again, well, it's said that this isn't like the main body. So and I go by almost like, you know, vampire rules. You have to kill the main vampire to get rid of everybody else. And there's an Oski's like this fight could last forever. I don't know what I'm going to do because this is bad. Now, in the meantime, he has used some pretty good attacks. He ended up using a beast breathing sixth fang palisade bite. I mean, if I had a nickel for every time we use that, I'd probably have a nickel. Right. So he's doing some damage and he's doing some work here. And when you do have Suma and Mikhail, at least they're there to protect the people who had fallen out. So Inosuke can concentrate on just the fight. But still, this Obi is a little more powerful. There's some trouble. They're going to need somebody else. Who else could it be? Who else? who Who are we sleeping on? As I would like to say in this, of course, I'm saying Zenitsu comes out. He's still asleep. Which, actually, it's so funny. We haven't had it in a while. I even said to Luke Hollywood, I believe, last chapter, the idea that Zenitsu, we haven't seen the asleep attacks in quite some time. So it's kind of cool to get this. So he comes out and he's going to town because you end up having Tengen's buff mice show up. There's a lot of people showing up underground here. They show up with Zenitsu's sword. He gets it. He's still sleeping. And he is impressing everybody including the obi was like oh my god like what's up with this guy even suma mckay are like oh my is that a demon slayer i mean he's dressed like that oh my god and Sinitsu's going and i like where inosuke's just looking like surprised looking at Sinitsu do this and saying yeah i don't think i'll wake him up i think i'll just let him sleep which is that's a pretty good idea pretty good idea inosuke so you end up where the obi's like oh my god i hear two sounds One is this crazy sleeping kid who's just incredible, but what is the other? And then you end up seeing that a bunch of stuff's falling down from above. It's a cave. It looks like it's caving in at one point, but it is just like a wind hole. 
an air hole, if you will, like the title of the chapter is what I should have went with, but ends up, oh my God, is that an air hole? I feel wind. How could that be? We're down below. Nobody could actually bash, you know, through a street into a cave. I mean, who could possibly do that? We, again, we know it's Tengen. So when he comes down and I kept saying, what the hell is that guy? He's just punching the street. And I guess you could have maybe found a better way to go about it, but he just was sniffing. and He ended up, okay, this is it. I'm going down. I'm going to go in here. And he did finally jackhammer his way down into the cave, drops in. I guess that you're supposed to play it up like you wouldn't know who it is. I mean, the minute that you see a silhouette, you know, it's Tengen, but you should have known before that anyway. Pretty badass, though. He ends up in the cave. And then as the smoke clears, he's there with his blade, and it has the blade destroyer of demons on it. Pretty cool. And then he kind of breeze looks around. And if you ever wanted to see an Obi, like a sash, actually have eyes pop out because it's so shocked and knows there's a lot of trouble happening, read this chapter. Because the Obi's eyes end up just bulging out and says, oh, my God, such power. That's a Hashira. Damn right it is. And then you have just boom, 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 a real slicing and dicing going from Tengen to the point where when he finishes, it's just like the whole entire cave is just littered with the Obi that's now in a million pieces and actually at points looks like a ticker tape parade. It's crazy, right? Uh, Unfortunately, my Philadelphia Eagles will probably never have that sort of thing ever again in my lifetime, but I could always hope. But yeah, you end up having... This rain down of this Obi sash. And that's where you even have Mikhail's like Tengen. And that's where Tengen says, Mikhail, Suma, sorry I took so long. But as you know, Tengen, he's a flashy fella. He loves the bling. We've talked about this, right? Over and over. This is what he does. So he says, Mikhail, Suma, I'm sorry I took so long. But starting right now, things are going to get real flashy. And then he even like puts up like the devil horns while he's grabbing the sword hilt. I'm like, all right, all right, I'm with you. I'm there with you, Tengen. I like Tengen. I it's it's a weird thing. When he first showed up, I didn't like him. Then we didn't really get that much of him. I mean, during this whole entertainment district deal, we didn't really get a ton of Tengen. But for some reason, throughout this, I have grown to like him more and more. I can't explain it, but I like the bling. And I, I do like him. I, maybe it's just because he started being more concerned. I, I can't even tell you why. I just like him. And, yeah, he's ready to get flashy, which, you know, it's going to be trouble for, you know, pretty much Docky. That's the one thing here. And it says, Volume 9, Operation Entertainment District, the end. So we're ending this Volume 9. But, you know, Zenitsu's still fighting Docky, So this can't be the end. And that was what. You ended up having the OB say, you know, hey, I'm not the thing that you have to take down. You can go to town on me, but I'm not the thing you have to take. It has to be Docky, and that's where you have up above, where everybody is down below helping each other, and poor Tandro's up there with nobody. So we'll have to see how that plays out. Obviously, though, they'll go and help him, I'm sure. I don't know about you, but I think he'll survive. But we'll see how it goes. We'll see how his deal, because that's the thing, too. In this, I do want to see more of Tengen's attacks. I think they're really cool. But I do also want to see Tanjiro with the Hinakami Kagura 
I want to see what his extent to that can be, and hopefully we get that next chapter. But for this chapter, it's weird, too. I had to go through it a couple times. There were a couple points in this that were a little bit more confusing than they should be, but that happens sometimes in the fights. I think that the art's really good. Sometimes, though, the fighting gets so frantic that it's kind of hard to see where things lie, and I had that problem a bit here. So I will go with a solid eight. Even though I probably would have went more if, like I said, the things weren't so, you know, convoluted at points. But still think it's a good chapter. And Tengen coming in like that's pretty cool. And just because it ends the volume, we actually have a proper ending to a chapter that you're not shocked by and really does feel like a cliffhanger as well. Sometimes I swear it's like right in between a sentence that they cut you off and then you have to go to the next one. But this is pretty cool. Gather your forces, guys. Go and help Tanjiro, and we'll see how that works out. But thanks, everybody. I hope you enjoyed this. I'm sorry that Luke Hollywood wasn't here. I'm sure there would have been a lot of oohs and ahs going on. Also, I can tell, like, right now is when I would have said to Lou, hey, (laughs) what did you think? And the episode would have been, like, seven minutes longer without even getting the score. Then I would have had to have asked him for the score. But if you've been listening, you know what I'm talking about. We love Luke, but he'll be back. He'll be back at some point, hopefully next week. But until then, I will talk to you all later. You are all weirdos. Weird science is the revolution. Weird science is the revolution.